This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. I'm Lisa Wysocki, and I'm here in Mound, Minnesota. And I am Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, July 8th, episode 2969, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for joining me again today. You're just a glutton for punishment. I am. (laughs) I mean, today's the day we get to do some really bad ads. We have, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to introduce you to Jared Rogerson. You're a country music girl, so he's a a country music singer. And Jared is going to come on. Jared uh, has been coming on our show since, gosh, for the last 10 years. And he's got a new single. And I hope everybody listens to it because it's just super good. I just really like this song. And then uh, we're also going to talk to Melanie, who is, oh my gosh, she's an auditor. And she's going to be in the Gaucho Derby. Ah, I oh can't even goodness. believe it. It's so amazing. So uh, she's going to come on and talk to us a little bit about that. And uh, so that's what's on the show today. But first, before we get to those things, let's do our daily winnies. Happy birthday to Alicia Russell, Joy Dorsch, and Faye Bierbauer. They all have birthdays today or this coming weekend. Glenn is Glenn actually is responsible for putting these birthdays in front of me. Uh, so if you're actually having a birthday and I didn't say your name, you can email Glenn at horseradionetwork.com to end and complain. <laughs> So my daily Winnie is a little bit personal. So we have a horse at Colby's Army who doesn't do heat well. The heat index in Tennessee has been, what, 110, 12? Nine million degrees in yes. the central part of the country. Yeah. Yes. Yes, plus plus all the humidity. And so Lex, a lot of the auditors know Lex because they contributed to a fundraiser to kind of help with his meds because he has photic head shaking and he's just the sweetest guy ever. But he weighs almost 1,600 pounds and he's just not having a good good couple of days here with the heat. And so my daily Winnie goes out to the volunteers who really 24-7 have been out there hosing him and giving him meds and turning the fans on him and giving him love. And I know that there are other people who are having horses with some heat intolerance issues. And so kudos to all of you and daily Winnie's to all of you who are just taking such great good care of your horses in this heat wave. Well, I I described on Wednesday how I let Zeus go into the herd because there's no ladies that he's got to hang out with his pink hat or baby and they're off separated. And so I let Zeus out with the herd and in an effort to keep himself cool and my other two horses, which are gray 
And uh, <laughs> they now have discovered, you know, not now, but Zeus has discovered the pond. And the pond in Oklahoma is a red dirt <laughs> mud pit, um, considering we haven't had rain in like a month. And so I just, yeah, you know what? He finds his own ways to keep cool. He's been, he came up yesterday just like dripping. I'm like, oh, thank God you're a chestnut. But his socks were gone. Oh, no how place. fun is that? Yeah, he's completely covered. And both my gray horses are as well. So that's also fun. Now, the good news is they're not completely white yet. So they're still kind of dark. So you can't really see it, but it's coming. <laughs> Like, so I think I think Zeus and Lex would be friends because Lex loves water. He's the guy who puts his front feet into our hundred gallon water tank mm, and then leans fine. back and tips it over. And if we had a pond, he'd be right there with Zeus. And, <laughs> and uh, Lex is always the one who gets out. You know, he's he's our little troublemaker, but we love him. Well, I will give you a little shout out. You just started a fundraiser, I do believe, on Facebook. I did. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I did for uh, for Colby's Army. You know, my goodness, gas and, and hay prices have just skyrocketed, I'm sure, nationwide. But we're having a little bit of trouble just even getting the gas to do our distributions for, you know, supplies for people who are living in homelessness. And um, we're also having a little trouble and a little bit of concern, you know, with the hay because hay prices have doubled or tripled, you know. And Well, I, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I learned a little bit about that and why that is because we... We actually, I was panicked about the hay and last year I just had to get good quality horse hay here in Oklahoma is more people are concerned about cattle. Right. And as you know, they, they don't eat the same kind of hay. You got to work yeah, a little yeah, harder. Exactly. For horse yes. Hay. Yes. So we blocked off the back 10 acres and we had our first cutting a week or two ago, which is really, really great. But I still had to pay an ton per bale because first of all the chemicals to fertilize yes, and get the weeds out They've triple in the last year yeah and then the diesel for his tractors yes. to cut all the hay i'm like yep. i i just can't imagine having to buy all of it on top of all of the fees you know i mean just got to be crazy so well, and then you've got baling twine and you've got delivery costs and and i mean i understand and i don't want anybody not to make money you know but it's it's just a a global concern at this point, you know, everything's yeah. gone up. So, really yeah. So I, I know everybody's having the same, the same concerns here. Well, I'm, I'm Colby's army does really great things for all people and animals. So please, if you have some, some spare change, throw it. Lisa's oh, thank way. you. Thank yeah, you. Thank course. you. Thank you. Of course. Well, Hey, we're going to get started. We're going to call a Melanie. Mi I don't want to mispronounce her name. It's I think Ms. it's Miksovsky, right? Yeah, I think so. Mel, we're going to call Melanie and get her on the line to talk a little bit about the Gaucho Derby. But first, let's hear a little bit uh, from Kentucky Performance Products, our title sponsor. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. Have you heard of Saccharomyces boulardii? It's a yeast, a type of probiotic. Often referred to as S. boulardii, it benefits your horse's digestive tract in several different ways. One unique property of S. boulardii is that it supports the stimulation of something called brush broader membrane enzymes that are found in the intestinal lining. These enzymes help your horse digest starches and sugars in the small intestine. 
When the sugars and starches are more completely digested, fewer of them escape into the hindgut where they can ferment and cause imbalances that lead to colic, diarrhea, and laminitis. Saccharomyces boulardii is found in Nalox Advanced, made by Kentucky Performance Products. Nalox Advanced contains a blend of yeast, fermentation solubles, and stomach buffers. These ingredients work together to maintain your horse's digestive tract in peak condition. Nalox Advanced is recommended for horses of all ages and stages and is fed on a daily basis. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Well, I would like to welcome Melanie to the show. Hello, friend. Hello. Last time I saw you, we were in California at the movement, and I was able to help and teach you, I believe we did a private lesson together. Yes, absolutely. That was awesome. Well, now that it's uh, been a f- you know a few weeks, do you ha- actually have a, like an honest opinion about it? How'd I do? <laughs> oh, you were you were fantastic. I uh-huh. need more work, but um, <laughs> that is horses, right? It um, is no. I, yeah, I learned a ton. Um, it was a really awesome three days. Good. I thought it was really fun too. And it was so nice to finally meet you. I feel like we've been, we've known each other for a long time. Now the, you are going to, we're going to talk a little bit about the Gaucho Derby, but first I have to remind you that Lisa is here instead of Glenn. Right. Yes. And, yes. um, I'm, I'm feeling a little, um, rejected. I think Glenn is avoiding me. Uh, first oh. he did not come to the dirt or to the movement and now he's not here today. So, you know, Glenn, I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah. Ima- imagine that Glenn going on a cruise rather than talking to you. I mean, really? Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I saw his rainbow picture. Big deal. Like, come on, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is you've got Lisa and I to hold your hand through this interview discussing the Gaucho Derby. So first of all, I guess, tell everybody what the Gaucho Derby is. So the Gaucho Derby is um, a horse race. It's 500 kilometers, which is 260 miles for those of us in the U.S., um, on horseback through the wilderness of Patagonia. Um, So you change horses pretty frequently. You have to do all your navigation yourself. They give you the waypoints, but you have to figure out how to get from point A to point B. And, um, yeah, it's a lot of survival and a lot of navigation and a lot of time in the saddle. Now, I'm really only familiar with the Mongol Derby, which is where these uh, guys give you these basically wild horses that you're supposed to hop on and giddy up and try not to fall in a marmot hole. And then you have to, like, try to find (laughs) yards to, like, stay at through the night and not lose your horse and all that. Like, is it very similar? What, What are the horses like in the Gaucho Derby? It is similar. I'm I'm hopeful that the Gaucho Derby horses are a little less wild. Uh, it <laughs> seems that that may be the case. Uh, and it's less high speed than the Mongol Derby because it is not taking place, you know, over a desert or, or flatter land. You're really in a very mountainous area. So um, it's a little bit of a slower pace, but the navigation is a little tougher. So they've sort of traded the speed for the technical difficulty. And are you practicing your navigating? Sure. 
<laughs> you lie like a rug, girl. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, no, that is that is part of the program that I'm working on. Um, fortunately, I have a good backpacking um, history experience, and we actually already own like one of those little in-reach GPS navigator thingies that I've used before. So I, I have a little bit of experience with them, but I'm definitely, I've been starting to go out on trail rides with my horse and just sort of pointing in a direction and then trying to figure out how to get back. So that's, that's what our practice consists of at the moment. Wow. I would never survive Lisa. <laughs> I I, no, like. me either. No, not at all. And you know, so, so I'm wondering, um, uh, where in the world is Patagonia? In Argentina, in South America. Really? Wow. Yeah. So, and, and so you're there for like, what, two weeks? And, and this thing is over a couple of week type thing. I mean, yeah. you're, just a, you're just amazing. I mean, such a glutton. She hasn't done and, it yet. Well, okay. true, I mean, true. the goal is just to survive um, <laughs> at this point. But yeah, there's about four days of pre-race prep that you, you go down and, and they kind of go through all of the the stuff with you, the important information, and then you set off. And I think the winners did it in about eight days last year, but I think you have up to 10. Wow. Um, ultimately so to finish. can we watch you like on the Mongol Derby? We can watch those little dots and watch everybody moving around. Can we do that this time? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, cool. you can watch through the website. Um, it's, it's put on by the equestrianist. So um, they post all of sort of the map, the waypoints and everything as you go through. Or if you're supporting a specific rider like me, um, you can follow me directly as well. Awesome. Awesome. So, so when do you actually leave? Probably around February 3rd or 4th. The pre-race oh. training begins on the 5th. So you have plenty of time to figure out navigation. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, she'll be fine. She'll you whatever. She'll, she'll be a weekend before she'll be, be like, guys, can yeah. somebody at REI <laughs> be like, hi, I'm looking. Can I speak to your manager? I need somebody at REI who can like tell me how to work this thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hi, exactly. my name is Brad. I'd be happy to help you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am I am lucky in that I grew up, my dad is a pilot. Um, so I grew up flying with him, and this was in the days before GPS existed. And um, he would hand me the map and say, find the nearest airport and, okay. and tell me how to get there. Oh, so so I can were... read an aerial map really well. Um, it's, it's really the land nav um, piece of it that I have to work on more. Oh, this is a piece of cake for you. You were just born to do no. this. <laughs> In the air versus up on a pony is not the same thing. Well, <laughs> depends uh, if whether or not the pony's in the air. <laughs> well, exactly. It depends on where my priority is in that moment. Yeah, like staying staying on track or not dying or um, staying on so. the pony. Yeah, right. <laughs> Melanie, what do you eat? Do you have to like bear grills it and like find beetles and crunch them up? Like, how does it work? No. Um. So you can bring a pack of I think it's like ten kilograms of stuff. Um. And then you can send ahead four supply resupplies that are each two and a half kilograms of food. So I'll probably be doing a lot of dehydrated meals like we do when we're backpacking um, and, you know, jerky and dried fruit and hopefully things that don't weigh a lot. Um, ramen is a favorite of mine when I'm out in the wilderness. So uh, lots of stuff okay. like that. And wait, wait, I think, wait, how do you do ramen in the wilderness? I don't, I don't. So I have a little so. camp stove. Okay. 
and it just has like a little fuel can and you just add the water, you boil the water and then. You so you're bringing the water with there. you? Or yeah. Over? Okay. Yeah. And there are certain nights that you stay at um, an Estancia, which is basically an Argentine ranch. And so they basically put us all in a room of cots. And I believe that there are some amenities there, such as water and, and <laughs> hopefully a shower or something. Um, but yeah, I haven't received my, my writer handbook yet. Uh, so I'm kind of going off of what past years have looked like. She has all these big dreams, Lisa, of like getting a little stove out and boiling the water, whatever. She's going to be like so cold and hungry. She's going to be like gnawing on ramen, like <laughs> straight out and, and, Yeah. And meanwhile, my horse is hopping away because that happened to some competitors last year, even though they give you like the little hobbles for when you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, some people had to wake up in the morning and go find their horses. Oh, yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> it sounds really fun. Why on earth did you want to do this? <laughs> Doesn't everybody else want to sign up? None of my friends want to do it with me, and I can't understand why. That's weird. I think it's cool. I really do. I think it's a great personal challenge. I think it's awesome. I would never want to do it, but you go, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So where can people go? I know you have a GoFundMe, which, bless your heart, you had all the money that's going to be extra is going to go to uh, Monty Roberts' Horse Sense and Healing Program, which I'll veterans and first responders. So first of all, why did you pick that charity at all for, for your, your gaucho derby support? So I picked uh, horse sense and healing because obviously I was very touched being at flag is up farm and seeing all the work that they're doing. And secondly, my husband is a veteran. Um, He just retired about a year ago from the military and I've seen the effects of, you know, PTSD on, so many veterans, him, his friends, you know, his teammates. And I know that that program that Monty's doing is so impactful for them and so important. So I'm really passionate about helping um, our veterans and first responders and and other people who just need help healing. And so it was, it was a very natural fit. Well, Melanie, you're adorable. And it was just an absolute pleasure getting to hang out with you. Where can people go to donate to your GoFundMe? So, uh, yeah, if you go to GoFundMe um, and put in Melanie Goes Gaucho, that is my <laughs> little tag. And you can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook at the same um, Melanie Goes Gaucho. And I'll be posting updates on my training, on my progress, on past challenges and things that I've done that I think help prepare me for this challenge and all the good stuff. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures of you where on your GoFundMe, Melanie Goes Gaucho, and there's some sort of thing where you're scaling a snowy rock wall, and then there's like a regular rock wall, and then you're standing. <laughs> what's going on in all these? Yeah, so um, a couple of years ago, my dad wanted to hike Pikes Peak, and my dad is not um, a hiker, but I sort of got him into it. And um, so we went and we hiked Pikes Peak from the bottom up all 14 plus thousand feet of it. And when we got near the top, it was pure ice and snow. Um, So we had to kind of deal with that and the trail was gone. There was no trail. So we had to find our way. Um, So that was one of them. Um, I've also hiked uh, Zion, the Narrows from the top down, which is 16 miles in the Virgin river, basically 16 miles of walking, walking on slippery bowling balls under the water um, for fun 
And I <laughs> Yeah, that sounds super fun, Melanie. Wow. 16 miles yeah. slipped with bowling balls. I think I'd rather die. Uh so basically what I'm getting out of this is this is like just kind of the next step in your adventure. It's just adding the horses to the adventure portion of your kind of demeanor, I guess. Yeah. Lifestyle. Yeah, I mean this seemed like a very good natural challenge that I felt somewhat equipped to handle. Um, so, you know, we'll see how it goes and, um, I'm going to train really hard and do my best and, and, you know, see how it goes. So who's the, horse? Excited. who's the horse in the picture? He's very cute. Um, the horse in the picture is my 11 year old Cleveland Bay mix. Um, he's a part bred. His name is Bay Hill Capella. And I probably missed the daily winnies, but yesterday was also my yearling's birthday. His name is Basil Nakaya, and he is a 7 8 Cleveland Bay Cross. He's very cute. She's got a type. She's got a type. Yeah. <laughs> well, Melanie, <laughs> we are super excited for you. Uh, we will follow along. Melanie Goes Gaucho, Facebook, Instagram, and GoFundMe. And we are so excited to, to see you take on this adventure. Yeah, thank you guys. I really look forward to updating you as I go through this process and hopefully Perfect. when I return alive. <laughs> You'll a return yeah. a winner. Oh, you're, yeah, you're going to win this thing. Is there any prize money associated with winning or is it just you didn't? No, no. It's just, <laughs> just wow. for you to come back and all your coworkers to say, so how much did you win? And you say nothing. And they're like, Ooh. Oh, okay. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Congratulations, girl. Talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great Bye. day. I'm pleased to welcome to the show one of our longtime friends, Jared Rogerson. Jared, Lisa, for if you don't know, we started following Jared about 10 years ago. I think it was 10 years ago. Wow. Uh, because he wrote a song called Peace, Love, and Horses, and I love that song so much. So kind of uh, done sort of CD release parties here on the show, and I've stalked him for, I guess, <laughs> 10 years. Jared, is that about right? Has it been that long already? Wow. Where did time go? I know. I know. Well, uh, let's see. Let's reintroduce you to a bunch of new listeners by telling tell everybody where you are and what you do. I am in uh, western Wyoming, the town of Pinedale, which is about uh, a couple hours southeast of Jackson Hole area. And, uh, boy, I hang out in the mountains a lot and uh, play a lot of music. That pretty much sums me up. (laughs) Are you still doing the work with um, all of the elk? I I do. I I think that they're starting to wonder with my busy tour schedule, if I just volunteer there on my free time though. So, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, I'm still there. I'm still there. You've been riding the mountains. When I met you, uh, I was in Jackson Hole and Jared drove up and we met for lunch and you had, you had pictures in your phone of new little, like you were late and it was because like some elk had a baby or something and you had to go check it or something. What was it was, (laughs) It was so crazy. So like in the winter time, we would go out and like literally like tranquilize dart these elk and um, do all the stuff, test them for diseases, um, preg check them, um, put transmitters on, giving them necklace and earrings and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then, and so we could identify them later. And then um, when these mama cows would go out in the mountains and have their little baby, I would get a signal to know that this cow had just given birth and then I would go there and 
collect the transmitter and collect a bunch of information on the site. And a lot of times you did get to see that little brand new little baby with spots and everything. And that was one of those days, but I think it was a pretty good hike that morning and I was running late. So um, <laughs> that's so I think cool. I was all, like all sweaty when I got there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's new cowboy technology right there for sure. Now, Jared, um, like I said, we followed you and your music career for so long. You have yet to come to Oklahoma to do a concert, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, it's this new song. Holy cow. Tell us about I'm not all right. Um, yeah. So, so I think, you know, I've been at this long enough and I've just kind of been doing my thing and going through the motions and for whatever reason, last, uh, almost a year ago now, just something clicked in me and I'm like, I am going to do this or I'm not. And so I've been kind of working my butt off and we got a pretty good team put together to really put the best songs and the best uh, music videos and the best everything out there for, for everybody to hear and uh, really sort of relaunch that career that I launched 10 years ago, I guess now. And um, the interesting thing about this song, people always ask me, you know, do you write your own stuff? And I usually say, yeah, pretty much most everything, you know, unless like a friend of mine wrote a song and this song happens to be, a song that a friend of mine pitched me about a year or two ago. And, um, it was just such a cool song. I had to record it because it was like very relatable to me. And, and I always think, man, if I, if I feel like I would have wrote that song or should have wrote that song, it's probably one I should record. So Bren Hill, who actually co-produced peace, love and horses and helped me a lot on that album is the guy who wrote this song. And, uh, we, uh, fell in love with it, went and recorded it got a great music video out for it and uh it's uh it's kind of been played all over the country right now and the video has been uh, featured on the country network so on tv and just big things are happening you know jared i have to i have to give you some some kudos here because uh, i i live in nashville tennessee and um i've been in the music business or i was for a long time i was a music industry publicist and then an artist manager and then i, I ran some small record labels and um it, it's so hard for an artist to record, particularly a songwriter like you are, to record somebody else's music. And you know, kudos to you for recognizing you just you just have to record the best song, and it doesn't really matter who wrote it. So I, I'm just very impressed with that. Well, thanks. That's good to hear. You know, because sometimes you you go back and forth on that. But yeah, I I agree. And I, I ten years ago, I probably wouldn't have been able to. But uh, I'm to that point now where, yeah, I just, I just want to put out good stuff. And it's, if it's something that uh, fits my brand and uh, is really great, uh, I want to have at it, especially when it's uh, such a good friend of mine who, who wrote it. It helps him too. So well, I got to say real quick, I'm glad you didn't write it because to be honest, <laughs> I was listening to it and I was very concerned for you. Like, why is he not all right? Like, I'm really sad right now. So this actually makes me feel better. So, so the video is amazing. <laughs> the video is amazing. So if, if listeners, if you haven't, haven't gone to YouTube and watched it, you have to watch it. It's, it's so, I mean, I love the, the technology at, in, there's some split shots and stuff. I don't want to give it all away, but it's, it's super well done. And then the, the ending, I don't want to give that away either, but that was really cute. <laughs> and you, you oh, are a great. really good actor too. So Jamie and I were talking earlier that you've got some Garth Brooks kind of facial expressions going on there. So it's very cool. Oh, it, it felt, it felt natural. That was, uh, so 
so yeah, we, we, we've got a lot coming, coming through. And, uh, that was really my first, um, my first shot at acting, I guess. And, uh, I think I'm getting better, you know, we're, we're five or six into this and more, more to come, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> oh, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. I just, I'm just a new fan. So sorry if I'm gushing, but I, I think it's great. It's true. Don't <laughs> worry. He's used to me. It's fine. <laughs> so were those, um, those people at the end of the video related to you? Yes, they were. You guessed it. I figured yeah. they were. So the kids are doing well. They, they are doing so good. Yeah. Growing like weeds and, uh, they're, they've gotten to the age now, um, seven and nine, where it's kind of, you know, for a lot of years there, you know, we didn't have kids when I started this whole music thing. And, and then there was kind of that stage where things got really hard, you know, to do anything. Right. And, um, and now they're a little bit older now and it's kind of freed us up, you know, they tie their own shoes and things like that, put, put, <laughs> do their own zippers on their coats, you know, and, <laughs> and it's made like life so much easier that way. And, uh, able to, kind of really get cracking at this again and and they've uh you know come to some shows with me we did a, a concert in southern arizona and made a huge you know family vacation out of it which was really fun um do they think nice you're like a cold do they think you're like a super celebrity or are they like ah dad and his guitar again yeah so like i i think oakley he's seven so he's he still thinks he's young enough to still think i'm cool but jada she's just a little older now I think she's starting to realize I'm not as cool as she thought I was. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I know your, your daughter is the same age as, as my son Lucas is. And, uh, yeah, I, I just, I will tell you that, you know, I, I play guitar. I'm kind of like Phoebe from friends. I'm not, no, maybe whatever, but I can play some major chords and I can, teach you know my kid and uh so he got his a guitar for his birthday in in may so first guitar so Ch i got a new guitar chad got my old guitar and lucas got a new guitar so now we're pretty much gonna decide to do a family band uh, i think is what we're gonna do so uh you getting the kids getting them music and getting them guitars and stuff or are you just making it your own thing Oh man, that's so exciting. I'm glad you're doing that. I, I have so many questions now, but yeah, um, <laughs> we have, uh, we have like just instruments laying around. I was watching some sort of a uh, music documentary about Willie Nelson and they were interviewing him and talking about, you know, how he got his kids into music and playing instruments. And basically he didn't really do anything. He just had, they just had instruments just laying all around the house, you know, and the, and the kids would go up and, you know, eventually start playing with one, put it down couple weeks later go grab another one and uh and sort of caught into it that way and, and so we've kind of done the same thing so we just have you know we have like a little keyboard we have a little guitar and then we have all kinds of percussion instruments just all over and and our kids are doing exactly that they'll just go mess around with one and play with it when they get bored figure it out figure out what sounds they make and and then next thing you know they're like picking up songs they know and playing them on the keyboard or the guitar it's it's actually pretty incredible to watch so I just don't want to, you know, force them into anything. But if they if they want to do anything like that, boy, I, we're there to support them all the way. Okay, so you've got percussion instruments laying around the house. How long till your wife freaks out and goes, "Oh my God, I'm just trying to cook dinner. Will you please put that down." <laughs> Stop you know, banging. You know, it's just it's. I think we're both good with it. It's loud, obnoxious, but it's just so <laughs> cool to watch. You know, that you just kind of deal with it. And 
whatever you're trying to do, you can probably figure out how to do tomorrow. <laughs> so. so basically you're saying she's a better woman than me. It's fine. Um, cool. So the next question was, you know, I, I played guitar a lot before Lucas was born and then he was born and I quit playing guitar and I told him it was because he would, uh, it didn't matter. And I want to know if this happened to you too. They, you play guitar and your three-year-old inevitably walks up and just grabs the strings. Like, <laughs> From right in front of the hole in the guitar, you know, and like it was such a battle for me that I was like, I'm I'm just gonna take a break. <laughs> I'm gonna put this down for a few years till you stop doing that. And now it's like he'll pick up his guitar and we'll sit down and all like he's like he's learned how to play one song, Jared. And if you do, if you, if you, I'm sure you know how to play this, um, because it's the easiest song in the history of the world to ever play. Uh, Horse with No Name by America. Are you familiar with that? <laughs> yes, I know that song, and I've played that song. It's I, literally oh. two strings. Like <laughs> you just leave that your fingers so cool, right here. But it's like the coolest sounding song. I love those chords. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. So, so now he knows how to play one song, and he signed up for classes in school. So I'm pretty excited that uh, that's happening, and that's great that it's happening with your kids too. It's just it's it, this is every age is fun. This age is. It's like you were saying, they can tie their own shoes. They can zip. I realized I had made it when my kid could put himself in the dang car and buckle his own seat. Belt. <laughs> I mean, that, that saves hours, hours and hours <laughs> in a week. Right. It does. It does. Now back to the music. Are you going to have a new record come out or is this, are we just releasing singles now because records are, is that not a thing anymore? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out too, but I know we've got a bunch of singles coming out and I think they'll come out on a record this fall. And um, so we're just right now at the, at the moment, cranking out new singles every uh, really kind of every four to five weeks right around there. And, um, and then, you know, I'm hitting the studio again uh, at the end of summer and busting out a bunch more songs and we're just going to keep just, just saturating <laughs> your ears with music, I guess. I love it. Now, are you doing a tour? Are you going anywhere playing? Yeah, it's the busiest year I've ever had, and, and it's looking even like it'll be bigger, busier next year. So, you know, I think a lot of years there, too, what kind of happened was I, ha I started, I had a band, um, got busy with kids, bands, you know, members move or leave or quit or whatever and it was just really hard so i was kind of doing the solo acoustic singer songwriter thing for a lot of years and just uh of course right before the pandemic got a great band put together you know and then everything got canceled <laughs> yeah and then you know it's taken taken a while to build everything back up but this year you know most of the stuff i have now is with my band and we're doing a lot bigger shows um and and the geographic reach is really broadened and uh it looks like it's going to continue that way so we're just working hard to keep keep it going so you and the band hop on a bus and you leave pinedale and you go to wherever you're going to go does the family go with you most of the time or do you leave them home they they tend to stay home i mean they've got all their stuff going on gymnastics and t-ball and you know all this stuff but they <laughs> they come when i have a solo show or something like that where we can pile in like i did in arizona which was really fun um, and then other than that, I love that you say tour bus because it's, it's a very, very tiny tour bus. Um, <laughs> Does it have a Volkswagen logo yeah. on the front? We can, we can, <laughs> it, it is a van and we can throw six people in it. And, um, 
yeah and it's a it's a tight fit and it's uh it's pretty cozy and we we're, we're like family so <laughs> we, we put some miles on you have to be <laughs> <laughs> well jared where can people go and get this song watch the video buy your music check out your tours what are one of the many ways people can find you one or two all all the places i think the biggest place people go to get music right now is probably spotify um but it's out there everywhere um pandora amazon apple music uh, you can still download it on itunes and the video is on youtube and i'll tell you what the biggest thing you can do if you really want to support an artist you like is when you show up at their page and go to their spotify spotify page just click the follow button and you go to youtube subscribe those things help so much more than you could ever imagine in, in continuing to make music and continuing to show up and, and find places to play. It, it really makes it, it's a big deal. And then um, go to my website, jaredrogerson.com and all my tour dates are up there. They're also on bands in town. Again, if you go there, click the follow button. And then it's really cool. Cause you get updated. If I show up like in Oklahoma, you would all automatically get a message saying, Hey, Jared's in town, Jamie. You should go. <laughs> <laughs> I just got butterflies in my stomach. Are you telling me that? I'm looking at your July. Good Lord. You have 10 billion shows to do between now and November. So this is a, uh, yeah, I I'm, a, I'm on bands in town, so I didn't know you were too. So I'll click it, but I would expect a phone call, not just bands in town. So let me know. <laughs> like, Hey Jamie, you got a couch. we got room for six rocking uh guitar drummers we we got room for the whole crew so come on down that'd be great i mean toby keith's right down the street he's got a bar here you can play there it'll be fine um so check it out jaredrogerson.com slash tour you're everywhere definitely in wyoming idaho montana all those areas up there and hopefully we'll pull you down to the south sometime soon and tennessee you got to come to tennessee right how are you not in nashville right now. I know. I know. You gotta be in Tennessee. Got a couch. I do. Yeah. I know. I'll, I'll be there in uh, at the end of summer doing some stuff. But it seems like I'm always uh, cool. always in a studio. So that's okay. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. So I do want to say though, for everybody who's listening, go watch the video. You have to watch the video. If you don't do anything else today, go watch the video. It's amazing. Awesome. Thank you. you Jared, we welcome. love you. Thank you so much for coming on, and we wish you the best. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. Good good chatting with you. For those who haven't heard it, here is the song, Jared Rogerson's newest song. By the way, I'm glad you're all right. But the song is called I'm Not All Right. Saturday, staring at a little screen. Such a long time until morning, wishing this thing would ring. What would I say anyway? We'd probably end up in another fight. Maybe I'd just lie again when you ask if I'm alright, cause I'm sinking like a stone, drinking like a fish. I'm a dead man walking, making
probably out on the town dancing with another man. He's got you wrapped up tight in his arms and he never lets go of your hand. Later on, he'll drive you home. I think I'm gonna go insane. If I don't just call you up and say what I wanna say, cause I'm sinking like a stone, drinking like a fish. I'm a dead man walking, making one last wish. It's for you to come home, baby, make it tonight. Yeah, everything's Like a fish, I'm a dead man walking, making one last wish for you to come home, baby. Make it tonight, yeah. Everything's fine, girl. But I'm sinking like a stone, drinking like a fish. I'm a dead man walking, making one last wish for you to come home, baby. Make it tonight, yeah. Everything's fine, girl. Yeah, everything's just fine. I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk to Jared. I'm so excited that the song is so great, the video is awesome, and now it's Friday. It's time for really bad ads. Now, usually it's at this point, Lisa, where I would tell everybody what the new prizes are going to be from horselovers.com. However, Glenn is out of town and didn't let me know what they are. Oh, so, well, I like him. to say in this situation, when I don't have any prizes, that if you see a really bad ad, email it to jennifer at horseradionetwork.com and Glenn will send you a check for $1 million if you're the winner. So there you go. Just hold out for that check, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> well, in the today's really bad ads, we have um, Lisa's going to help me. And Lisa, you got the first one. I do. So this one is from Kayla Mosher. Uh, and the ad says, pony for sale, $500. Spanish Fork, Utah. Grandkids don't ride it anymore, so I won't feed it anymore. <gasps> Seriously? Holy cow. Uh, Mid-teens, question mark, smart, good personality, learns fast. Ridden only twice last year, needs a tune-up. Before that, it was a good pony for my grandkids. Sound easy keeper. Please feed it. I know. Holy cow. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh, boy. 
Gotta love Craigslist. Well, Lindsay sent the next one in. Uh, I'm not, I, I'll try not to give the last names because, you know, yeah. Yeah. you never know. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay sent this one in. ISO Child Friendly Pony. Look, they could get the pony from Utah. There you See? go. We're mate. We're, we're magic. Making love Absolutely. connections. Absolutely. ISO Child Friendly Pony. Ancient is good. <laughs> Dinosaur is better. Three-legged, fine. Small. Small pony, mini, large dog, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Must have a good brain. Talking about, quote, five-year-old hops on bareback and a halter to putts around, end quote, kind of good brain. Mom is a HA pony clubber and dressage trainer. Excellent home have references. You can tell she's a horse person because she exactly understands what her children need, which is a three-legged dinosaur. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I hope she finds that. Well, we should send her the message from the person up above. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. And so, so the next ad is from Stacy, grade seven year old, 13, two hand halflinger mare, $500. That seems to be a popular price right now. Um, Pancake has had less than 10 rides on her. Will trail ride nose to tail loads, cross ties is sweet when you have food. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> will live in a stall or out, loves to go through fence if it doesn't shock he, she is buddy sour, healthy, sound, and up-to-date on all shots. Pancake has beautiful confirmation, will do collected working and extended trot, but sorry to say, does not canter no matter how fast you are going. Uh. <laughs> she is super loving when she has a grazing muzzle on and will follow you around and guilt you into taking it off and then spin and run for the opposite end of the farm. <laughs> sounds like a halfling. Pancake sounds great. I know. Pancake is looking for a forever home where her unique personality can be fully appreciated. I want her. Good luck, Pancake. <laughs> I know. I know. I, my own concern, though, is 10 rides and the trail riding and then the collected extended trot on 10 rides. I'm a little concerned about that with a halflinger, but there you go. That's me. Yeah. Th- I think the collected portion, uh, if, if you've had 10 rides on a horse and you are collecting it and extending it, and the reading between the lines version of this is basically the extended trot is she's running away with you. And the yes. collected is you're <laughs> hauling on the reins to stop her. That was <laughs> my thought. Look I didn't want pretty. to say it, but there you go. <laughs> uh, Ellen sent the next one in, and this is a Facebook post. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what Facebook pages is. But it doesn't show. If anyone needs any tree cut near and around your houses or anything, just let me know. Or stud service. (laughs) Not me, but my horse does that. I do the trees. He does the other. We're both cheap. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Geld that. Stop it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And the photos are are of a, a I'm assuming it's paint? a paint stallion and one is it's rib cage on the left side. And then the other is it's rib cage on the right side. Then there's a picture that is taken from the it's haunches and you can see the left side of the back of the head and then one of the butt. What? Yeah. See, okay. Yeah. Nothing I want to breathe that. Nothing on the yeah. legs. Don't yeah. show the legs. No, it's cheap. At least <laughs> it's cheap. Oh my goodness. And you can get your trees cut down at the same time. Yeah. 
I'm glad he I'm glad he let us know he's not the stud who's doing the servicing. <laughs> Ellen, that's a great bad ad. That's a great bad ad. Okay, our next one comes from Sienna and Rooster Free. Mix up at the hospital. Ordered hens, got a dude in the mix. Don't want a rooster who shows his dominance over his lady chicks like it's the 1950s. <laughs> he thinks because he is the man of the coop, he can do what he wants. He wakes me up early in the morning and I'm done with that crap. If no one takes it, the next posting will be for a little bit of chicken fry. Aw. <laughs> oh. Poor it keeps rooster. going. It keeps going. Oh, 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 there we go. Next page. So Lisa, turn the page. Okay. <laughs> it says, hit me up. <laughs> His name is Richard. <laughs> <laughs> but responds to back, back, back or Richard. He is approximately 15 weeks, but he acts 24. <laughs> okay. Uh, when his name is Richard, but he responds to Bok, Bok, Bok or Richard, I'm pretty sure it's Richard. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Jessica sent the next one in, and there is no doubt. Oh, okay. This is, um, this is an ad from Alabama. Jessica sent it. ISO Cowboy Seeking Horse. So they're in search of somebody who's searching for a horse. Okay. I got it. Got it. Okay. I ain't in the business of selling horses and don't want to be. So I'm willing to make a deal for a quick sale. Gorgeous Grula quarter horse gelding. This horse gets attention with the zebra striped legs. 14-2 or 14-3. Perfect height for easy getting off and on if you're working or answering the call of nature. <laughs> You can get off and pee easy. Okay, got it. Sure-footed and sound, and he is not spooky. But out on the trail, he tends to get humpy at first. <laughs> he don't rodeo buck by any. Would literally don't rode. He don't rodeo buck by any means. And most riders with confidence or experience will have no trouble staying in the saddle if they know to expect it. After he gets that out of his system, he crosses bridges, he walks over logs, walks through creeks, and he tows me around the house just fine and has actually never pulled any stunts in an arena. But he gets a little tense and need to get the kinks off when we go out on trails. Bottom line, I'm too old and fat to want to deal with his <laughs> shenanigans those first few minutes, no matter how pretty he is. Great for everyone except me. The first five minutes of the trail, he won't jig, but you got to have a good seat because in those first five minutes, he's going to pull something. If he <laughs> bucks, that's good because his bucks are small, but he ain't done any rodeoing. What on earth? Like, how bad are these first five <laughs> minutes? Like, it's freaking it's gotta out. Be, it's got to be bad. You know it's bad. It's bad because it it's keeps bad. going. Ready? Yes. It's kicking up and not bronking. If he bolts, you can stop him <laughs> as long as you didn't let him jump out from under you. Oh, you can stop him yeah. and can't, unless you, you can't stop him if he fell off. So far, yeah. he has improved my seat and toned me up quite a bit. <laughs> I bet he has. I can sit his foolishness, but then it puts me in a bad mood because the rest of the ride, my husband is tired of my griping. Not selling for kid or beginner horse. I'm just telling it like it is. This is a beautiful attention getting great. Yeah, it gets to your attention. Yeah. A great sweet horse. But if you aren't, a, if you ain't a confident cowboy willing to ride out a couple minutes of the horse version of Ricky Bobby, I'm on fire. Oh my God, help me. I'm going to die. I'm on fire. 
better pass this one up. I've been told that Alabama is a place to find good cowboys, so I'm crossing my fingers. I'm not going to put a price on this, Gelden, because I know a horse is only worth what somebody will pay. This will be my money to buy my dead head beer broke dream horse, though, so be fair. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is she going to pay somebody to take it? I just feel like like you're lucky to be alive after the first five minutes. But maybe it's her. She said it's fine for everybody else. Oh, well, my God. This next one. We, we know it's not her. It's, but there you it's, go. Of it's course, her. it's never her. <laughs> it's not her. No. Okay. Okay. So the next one comes from Brenda. Oh, there we go. Lunatic Morgan for sale. $1,900. So maybe the Morgan knows this uh this other horse. I have a 16-year-old lunatic Morgan mare for sale. She is a bully with other horses, will eat all their hay and grain. She will guard the water so nobody can get to it. If you take her out by herself on the trail, she will spook every 10 minutes. And when she does, a 10-foot side jump that will leave you hanging in (laughs) midair. Lovely. If the fence is not on, she will pull the poly tape right off the posts. If the fence is wood and she gets bored, you can kiss it goodbye too. Many of the days you can go out in the field thinking of going for a nice ride after a hard day's work, only to find out you can't catch her. She will just run in circles around you. She will load in the trailer if she feels like it. Anything good about this mare? Yep, plenty. Like the fact that she gets in the trailer all by herself after you just spent 45 minutes catching her. See what I mean? So if you're still interested, give me a ring and leave a message. I'll be out fixing the fence. Oh, my God. (laughs) In these ads, I always wonder if somebody's actually trying to sell that or is it like me putting up an ad for Zeus? Like, nobody's going to want this horse. So, you know. Nobody's going to want that horse. But you you never know. You never know. Yeah, I've been looking for a mare just like that, Lisa. Just like that. Somebody, somebody out there, you just don't know. Uh, this is Glenn sent this in. I don't know what Glenn, but maybe our Glenn. I don't know. This is two rotten little donkeys, 500 in New Haven. Juan and Paco. Juan and Paco. Two rotten little donkeys. Both geldings, sort of halter broke. Terrific lawnmowers. <laughs> Horrible sense of humor. Hobbies include braying loudly at 5 a.m., 4.45 a.m. if they were grained at 5 a.m. the previous day. I think this is their idea of motivation. Eating, <laughs> pooping, demanding you brush or rub on them if you're standing anywhere they can get to you. Good with kids, as long as your kids like lap donkeys. <laughs> Bad with farriers, unless you really hate your farrier. (laughs) But maybe your mother-in-law or your boss or your alcoholic brother is a farrier, so this could work out. Shoot me a text. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of people trying to sell things, but not selling them. Exactly. Oh, Oh, my goodness. And and don't you know, they'll find the perfect person. They will. Somebody will be stupid enough. Yeah. There you go. to, To... think this is a great thing. Oh my God. It's fantastic. Well, Lisa, we have come to the end of our time together until next time. Until next time. LisaWysaki.com is where they can find all of your books and your items and your fundraiser is on, is it Colby's Army Facebook page? I think it's on my Facebook page. Okay. But people should be able to find it. All, and and by the way, she writes amazing books. And if you haven't read any of them, please do. She's working on a new one now. And uh, Lisa, we, God, I just love it when you come on. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you. Always a fun time.
All right. Talk to y'all soon, everybody. Have a great weekend. Spay, neuter, and gelt.